Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Early Edge. Happy Wednesday. We're a day away from golf, which I'm really excited about. We got the Early Wedge coming back next week. I'm also excited about the chat. You all have diagnosed what happened in that Seton Hall game so perfectly. Uh, We'll get to the recap screen. Actually, let's bring it up right now while I talk about how much I'm mad at myself about the St. John's loss. Because, first of all, this is our first bad day in, in, I think, the entire week. We've had a really good seven or eight days on this recap screen. Only two and five today. We'll try to improve on it. But, yeah, I told you yesterday that that my research indicated that Seton Hall was probably the play, but it was really the fishy line narrative. That's why I went with St. John's on the road as a one-point favorite. And that's on me, everybody. Uh, for those of you in the chat that are saying, I blindly tail Sia, um, That one is on me. I should have gone with my own research as opposed to the fishy line. But let's put that in the rearview mirror. One quick reminder before I bring on the stars of the show, the Sports Podcast Awards. Do not forget, click the link here and you can vote for us. We are a finalist for the best fantasy betting and gaming category in the Sports Podcast Awards to help us bring home some hardware. Use the link in the description and go vote. Voting is open until January 28th. So hit the link and vote for The Early Edge. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring in the stars of the show. Say hi to Mike. Say hi to Mike and say hi to Martin. We got three M's here. Uh, Martin, you know how you do it on a show like this. You're going to be in the chat answering questions. So uh, first of all, how are you? Before we bid you adieu for a few minutes and you come back, how's it going today? I am very well, thanks, Sia. Glad to be on this side of the Atlantic where there's not four feet of snow and looking forward to some big soccer games. I can tell you, Martin, before you exit here, I just moved back to D.C. a few months ago from sunny Fort Lauderdale. And I'm from this D.C. area, so it's not it's not new to me. But everybody on the East Coast and the Northeast, man, I don't know how you do it. It's it's just beautiful down in South Florida all the time. It's a little hot, uh, but we don't have to deal with this. So I I am adjusting uh, very much. Martin, we'll see you in a few minutes. Uh, Mike McClure, Mikey B., Let's get things started. We got a lot of basketball to talk about before we get to our official picks. And Mike McClure, I'm going to start with you here. We've got Creighton at UConn as one of our two marquee matchups here. UConn favored by six and a half. Both of these teams pretty impressive on the year, in my opinion. We got a 144 and a half point total. Mike, I I, I feel like this line's a little too heavy. I, I feel like I should be taking Creighton here, but I haven't made it an official play by any means. Where are you at on this game? Yeah, I'd be right there with Desia on the side. I think it's Creighton or nothing at this number, especially where it's up over two full possessions. Uh, So the computer's going to make this one closer to three. 
Uh, not something that I, I'm playing personally as I mostly just play totals in college basketball. From a total perspective, this is basically the tightest model to market game of the entire day. So when I run everything, it gets sorted by my edge uh, on the total. There are 44 games today. This game is listed 42nd out of 44, meaning it is essentially the tightest from model to market on the total. So I'm personally sitting out here. If you said, Mike, you must play something in this game, I would take the points here uh, with Creighton up over two full possessions. Okay, yeah, I think I would agree with that. And by the way, uh, Mikey B, hang tight. By the way, I know you're a partner in crime, Tim Doyle. For everybody that's wondering, Tim Doyle was working the Dayton-St. Louis game for CBS Sports Network. He was actually calling the game. So he's traveling. That's why he's not here on this Wednesday. Of course, he'll be back with us uh, next week. But uh, Mikey B, I, I know you had a prop to share uh, with, uh, with Tim Doyle. You're going to have to shelve that till next week. Can you bring the prop back next week? Is that possible? Oh, don't you worry, little get ready for next week. I'll have it ready, cleaned up, ready to go for Tim. I love it. All right. The next college basketball matchup, Mike McClure, before we uh, talk about a few NBA games, we're going to talk Texas Tech. Uh, they're ranked and they're walking into Houston, who had a number two next to their name last week. I mean, a bit of a fraudulent two, if I'm being honest, but they're still a 12 and a half point favorite here. One twenty nine and a half point total. Uh, this one seems a little high to me, too, Mike. I don't know how good Houston is. Maybe you do. What's your insight on this one? Yeah, I think it's a good kind of bounce back spot for Houston in a way. Um, you know, they, they ran into a really good Iowa State team, uh, especially defensively. It's just so difficult to go win on the road in this league. So the 12 and a half does look like a big number. I've got it up to 13, uh, not enough to even consider playing it at that point. Uh, looking at the total, though, these two teams play incredibly slow. Uh, when you look at the way that they match up, it's going to be a slower defensive battle overall. Uh, but, you know, Houston, 337th in pace of play. We track 362 teams. Texas Tech does not crack the top 300 either. Uh, so this is a spot where I would consider playing under. I know it's a very low number at 129. Computers got it at 126. I need typically a five-point edge on a total like that uh, or two possessions, essentially, to feel comfortable playing that number. So it falls just outside of my threshold. The one thing that would have me pausing just a little bit, Texas Tech is one of the best free throw shooting teams in college basketball. They shoot 79% from the free throw line. May not sound like a great number to you. That's top 12 in all of college basketball. Um, really top five when you look at some of the, like, the power schools. So one of the best. So that would make me a little nervous, um, but I would lean under still if I had to play something. Okay, absolutely love that. I would lean the under there as well. I certainly have a lean towards Texas Tech. All right, Mikey B, let's bring you in here. Oh, by the way, not only is Martin Green in the chat, and he'll be on the show in a few minutes, but Katie Mox is in the chat. So ask her anything you want. And by the way, everybody that's in there, I see you, Rick. I see you, Matty Ice, Burner, Big Cheesy, of course. Uh, hit the like button if you haven't already. I know you guys are already, guys and girls are already subscribed to Sportsline. If you're not, obviously follow us along. But hit the like button as well. All right, let's talk Bucks minus three and a half at the Cavaliers, Mikey B. Uh, yesterday when we talked basketball, and this is really every day, we're, we're, we're never really sure at this hour who's playing. And we discussed that yesterday at length, if really for each game. And you're always a good person to sort of lead that discussion. Bucks minus three and a half at the Cavs, 236 and a half point total. Uh, any info or leans in this one? Yeah, today's slate isn't nearly as messy, so we can exhale a little bit after yesterday morning's debacle. I'm actually going to lean here towards the Cavaliers at plus three and a half. The Bucks, they're just seven and ten 
against the spread as a road favorite. Cavaliers have won five in a row. All five of those games were at home. We've seen the Bucks struggle on the defensive end with Damian Lillard getting adjusted there. Uh, so I could see this coming down to a one-possession game here in the final seconds. Mike McClure, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I'm going to be right there with them. Uh, for me, it would be Cavs plus four or nothing, uh, three and a half or four. I've seen a lot of fours in the market at this point. Um, Karis LeVert listed questionable. Okay deal, not a massive deal. Uh, but, yeah, it's the Bucks defensively struggling. Uh, Cavs have been very good at home. So I, if I had to play it, it would be Cavs. I do not think they should be getting up over a full possession. I would set this line at two and a half. By the way, I'm not 100% sure – how much better this team is as it's constructed with Damian Lillard. Of course, I'm referring to the Bucks, but it was pretty cool to see some Dame time uh, a couple nights ago with him drilling a, what was that, like a like a 35-footer? I mean, that was from way downtown, 34 feet. What are we talking here, Mikey B? Yeah, that was quite a shot, and you love the stoic look on his face when he hits yeah. those. You know, he's not throwing, he does the Dame time symbol, obviously, but uh, yeah, he's just, he's as clutch as they come. He's unbelievable. He really is. All right, let's go to the Heat, minus one and a half at the Raptors, 227 and a half point total. I'd say both of these teams, this is such a hard one to handicap in my opinion. Mikey B, I'm going to start with you again, because I think both of these teams, generally speaking, even when they're down and out some players, they tend to overachieve. Uh, This is a tricky line here. Normally, I'd like to defer to the Heat, but on this one, I'm not so sure. I'm kind of leaning Raptors here. Where are you leaning in this one? So I have a pick on this that I'm going to give out later when we get to my two plays for the day. So what mm. I'm going to talk about here with the Raptors is the rumors that came out yesterday. Uh, Sham Sarani of The Athletic is reporting that they are discussing sending Pascal Siakam to the Pacers. The Pacers would get back Bruce Brown Jr., uh, some other contract filler, and some first-round picks. The Raptors have already dealt away OG Ananobi, looking to move Siakam. Dennis Schroeder could be gone. So this is a team that you're going to watch, need to watch as the trade deadline approaches, which is also something that maybe you don't, if you like the Raptors in a game, you don't want to bet on them early in the day because they could make a trade as the day moves along. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Mike McClure, what's your thoughts on this game? Yeah, uh, basically the same as Mike there. I think that uh, there's a decent chance the trade actually happens today. Um, so I, I, for me, it would be heat or nothing at this point. I know it's, on the road, uh, difficult spot when you've got some international travel essentially here. Um, still would be Miami or nothing uh, because I do think Siakam is getting traded in the next few days. Could be as early as today. They could uh, really start to limit some of those minutes as well if they think a trade is imminent. Okay. And by the way, it's Eric Aguilar. He says, no, Tim. Tragic. Ha ha. Uh, yeah. You know, Tim, uh, if, you, if you came in late, he'll be here next week. He called the St. Louis Dayton game for CBS Sports Network, and he's flying back home as we speak. Uh, Mavericks at the Lakers. This is our last of the NBA marquee matchups, and then we'll get to our official bets. we got a lot of picks for you today, by the way. The Mavericks starting to get, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mikey B, starting to get a little healthier. Lakers minus three and a half, coming off a really impressive win against OKC a couple of nights ago. 243 and a half uh, is the total here. This one's at 840 Eastern Standard Time. Where are you at on this one? I'd lean towards the Lakers with the three and a half there. Uh, You mentioned that the Mavericks are getting healthier. They do have some of their depth pieces back. Luka Doncic is officially listed as questionable. He's missed three straight. So that's the big name to keep an eye on. But the reason why I like the Lakers here is 
they're just six and 14 on the road this season, but they're 14 and seven at home. They are a much better home team than a road team. The Mavericks don't have the size to slow down Anthony Davis, who's been a more efficient shooter at home than on the road this season. So I think the Lakers win this and cover the spread. Okay, Mike McClure, are you in agreement here? Yeah, I want no part of this game, to be honest with you, Sia. Um, having Luca not – I think he's truly questionable at this point. Um, the only indicator I could look at would be the total. Uh, we've seen some pretty strong movement uh, on this one from when it opened. Opened 239.5. We're up to 243-ish, 244 in some places. Um, that generally would indicate that Luca is going to play. Uh, so with Luca in, it's – I, it's not a comfortable situation. I would lean, lean to the Lakers still, but it, not one I have any interest in playing, frankly. Fair enough. And and by the way, everybody, uh, I, w- I do want to note, this is something not necessarily early edge related, but Mike, as you were speaking, you reminded me, uh, our Fantasy Football Today DFS show, which is normally on Fridays at 11 o'clock, is going to be Thursday at 11 o'clock. And the reason that I was reminded of that, there was a question in the chat, and maybe at the end of the show we'll get to this, about Super Bowl futures. And I just wanted everybody to know that, first of all, two things. You can catch the divisional round um, show that we did yesterday at 4 o'clock that Maestro uh, led off there. So that they're, they're probably talking about some games, maybe some futures in that one. That's in your feed already. But just a note that we'll be talking um, Fantasy Football Today DFS tomorrow at 11. And where can you place these bets? If you wanted to place a future, where can you place it? I know, BetMGM. New BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $158 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least $5, and you will receive $158 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome, with bonus code EDGE158. That's EDGE158. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to bring Martin Green back. We got to make this a foursome. But before we do that, let's hear one quick message from our partners. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Fantasy baseball draft season is upon us, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Sample, six times per week throughout March. Sleepers, breakouts, busts, live mock drafts, spring training updates, and everything in between every Monday through Saturday. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Greetings, Fantasy Warriors. I'm Heath Cummings, your guide to fantasy dominance on FFT Dynasty. Join me this offseason where mock drafts become epic showdowns and every pick shapes your legacy. If, if I was Adam, with the team that he's built, Will Levis makes so much more sense. And that's not all. We're peeling back the curtain on the future with our exclusive 2024 NFL Draft Prospect Profiles. Uncover hidden gems that'll elevate your roster to legendary status. Puka Nakua. After Cooper Cup, we really have no idea who's going to get the targets. Keaton Mitchell of East Carolina. Explosive speed is ridiculous. This isn't just a podcast. It's a playbook for champions. Subscribe to FFT Dynasty now, and together, we'll conquer the fantasy football frontier. Your dynasty journey starts here. Martin Green, I apologize for, before bringing you back, bringing up the NFL in any regard, because I know your beloved Eagles, who I bet against just a few days ago, were Almost as embarrassing as the Dallas Cowboys uh, during the wild card round. So I apologize for even putting that in your mind before you have to give out two soccer picks. So one, your reaction Two, what are your soccer plays? It's just devastating. See, uh, the way they've fallen apart towards the end of this season is just heartbreaking. They, they showed so much promise at the start of the season and they have just been 
absolutely desperate. It's, they're very similar to Arsenal, actually. Both teams have followed a very similar trajectory. So that's what I was not a say. very happy sports fan right now. Uh, <laughs> but well done for fading them. That was a that was a very shrewd play. Fair enough. All right, you got a couple of soccer picks for us, Martin. What are they? I certainly do. I am starting with Nottingham Forest. Uh, they could only draw 2-2 with Blackpool in the third round of the FA Cup on January the 7th. Really disappointing result as Nottingham Forest are a Premier League club, whereas Blackpool are in League One, which is the third division of the English soccer pyramid. Forest really should have won that game. They had 72% of the possession and 17 shots on goal compared to just three shots on for Blackpool. Uh, they basically scored every time they went forward Blackpool, whereas um, Nottingham Forest finishing was wayward. So the teams are going to meet in a replay today in Blackpool. It's going to be very cold. But I do think the odds on a Nottingham Forest win still look very attractive. Forest have a big, deep squad. They're the superior team and they should get the job done. So odds of minus 109, really like Nottingham Forest just to win that game on the money line. Uh, And quickly looking ahead towards the weekend, we've got Bundesliga back, and we should see plenty of goals in the game between RB Leipzig and high-flying Bayer Leverkusen. Leipzig have scored in seven of their eight home games so far this season. Their home matches have averaged 3.44 goals. Only one of those games failed to go over the 2.5 goal mark. Meanwhile, Bayer Leverkusen are just on fire going forwards. They've scored in all eight of their away games so far. Three quarters of those games went over 2.5 goals. So all the stats are pointing towards both teams to score in over 2.5 goals. Minus one two five. It's like a good set of odds. So that's my favorite pick for the weekend. Favorite pick of the weekend, indeed. So we got one pick today and one pick for the weekend from the guru uh, Martin Green. And again, you can catch all of his stuff on Sportsline as well. All right, here's my pick for today. We're going with the Kentucky Wildcats, but we're going to take them first half minus three and a half. Um, part of the reason I'm taking them first half, and I've been doing that uh, this a lot uh, this season. With a team coming off a loss, an unexpected loss, which Kentucky is coming off that loss against Texas A&M, I like how they may respond in the first half. And I've been hitting these types of bets. First of all, defensively, they were kind of a mess. They they were scored upon pretty much at will. They ended up losing the game in overtime. I I think we're going to see a lot of defensive intensity in this particular game from Kentucky. And they they play it at a a nice pace. Texas A&M certainly, or yeah, I should say Mississippi State, excuse me. They lost to Texas A&M last time out. But Mississippi State, a pretty good defensive team. Um, a pretty good team in general. They just beat Tennessee a, a couple of games ago, but on the road, I think they're going to have trouble here. And again, th- they like to slow things down a little bit, which is why I kind of like the first half under uh, 73 and a half points here, but I- I'd rather go with Kentucky here coming off that loss. I think you're going to see some defense and you're going to see the offense and you're going to see the pace. I think they're going to be able to cover this three and a half point first half spread. I like them in the total game uh, in the game total as well. But again, it's that responsiveness coming off a loss that I'm targeting here. Uh, A really good 20 minutes in the first half. Give me Kentucky. All right. We got to get to a sports line play from prop stars, Mikey B's plays and Mike McClure's plays. Before we do that, one more quick message from our partners. The hit Paramount Plus original docuseries returns. The last time I saw Max, he looked at us laughing, and then everything changed in a blink of an eye. My feeling as a detective is that he was murdered. Yahoo Entertainment calls it a spine-chilling docuseries, showcasing real-life tragedies. What if it was your child who went missing? We need to know the truth. Never seen again. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. 
It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must Listen, download, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. Rick Von Cannon says he was looking at Kentucky full game, and Big Cheesy says, I love this pick, Sia, which makes me feel good because he didn't endorse my Seton Hall play, and he was right, and I was wrong yesterday. So props to you all in the chat. Let's talk about the Sportsline site play. It's from Prop Stars, which is pretty cool because he has been absolutely on fire in the NFL and in the NBA His pick on the site, it's a prop, as you might expect. Brandon Ingram, over 21.5 points and rebounds at minus 123. Again, Brandon Ingram, over 21.5 points and rebounds at minus 123. By the way, we still have that promo code going. For the few of you that for some reason aren't already jumping on the Sportsline ship, all you got to do is go to sportsline.com slash join. You type in winners in the promo code area, and you get 60% off the annual plan. Again, type in winners. And by the way, I've mentioned golf a couple of times. You'll be getting, once you're a Sportsline member, not only will you be getting my article, which will be starting to come out next week for the farmers, but you also get those golf simulations that Mike McClure puts up there as well. There's so much content beyond the picks, as everybody who is a member already knows. So get on that promo code winners, and you can become a member of Sportsline as well. All right, Mikey B, you've got... A money line play. You've got a side, which is interesting because it's usually props with you. And you've got a prop. I love it. Talk to us about it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go back to that Heat Raptor game. I'm going to take the Heat on the money line at minus 120. It was a minus one and a half, minus two. It's been around that number this morning. We're going to take that out of the equation and just take them to win. This is the healthiest that they have been in a while. Jaime Jaquez Jr. and Kevin Love are out. But Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and Bam Adebayo, their top three players, are all healthy. Then some top supporting players like Kyle Lowry, Caleb Martin, and Duncan Robinson, also all healthy. Key stat here, the Raptors are 0-4 since losing their starting center, Jakob Pertl, to an injury. All these trade rumors swirling around Pascal Siakam. I think there's just a lot of upheaval going on in Toronto right now, and the Heat capitalize and get the win on the road. Then we're going to go to the Trailblazers-Nets game and take Anthony Simons over 24.5 points at minus 120. The key for Simons is the Trailblazers need to keep games close. He's had some low point totals lately because they've been getting blown out. I don't think that's the case in this game. Jeremy Grant should play for the Trailblazers. DeAndre Ayton is expected to return from injury. Also, the Nets are just 6-13 and 13 on the road this season. No shade and sharp for the Trailblazers. Malcolm Brogdon listed as questionable, so Simons is going to get a ton of shots. Last time these these two teams played, they went into overtime. Simons had 38 points. Maybe my favorite stat and why I love the over here, Anthony Simons is only averaging 19.9 points and shooting 35.9% from the field on the road. At home, averaging 27.1 points and shooting 47.9% from the field. So we're going to take him to go over 24 and a half points. Sounds like a pretty big edge at home to me. Love Anthony Simons. Love that play. Uh, Maybe I'll jump on the heat money line. Remember, Mikey B, I was waffling back and forth between Toronto, but especially with all that trade talk, I mean, you might really fall into something if you take this now. And even if there's not a trade, obviously that is still very live at heat money line minus 120. So absolutely love that breakdown. All right, Mike McClure, we go back to college basketball, LSU, Ole Miss. 
How you playing that one? It's the total. See, we're going under 150 in LSU and Ole Miss. Uh, this is a very interesting matchup. It's always interesting, really, when you get into conference play. Basketball changes quite a bit uh, in conference. So when you look at LSU, they're a team that's been a really strong under team when they're playing at home this season. They're three and six to the over. Very strong under percentage. But really for me with Ole Miss, I don't trust them at all on the road. This is just their second road conference game. They got absolutely blown out against Tennessee, managed just 65 points in that blowout. Uh, I think that's what we see here in the sense that I think that they're struggling to score. I think this is a little bit below average pace of play for these two teams. LSU is a team that's propped it up with the pace, but a lot of that is a product of the non-conference schedule that they play. When they get into the SEC play, they're going to play a more controlled game. Uh, when you look at the defensive rebounding, which I always think is super key in these conference matchups, both teams are pretty strong defensively on the glass. That should eliminate a lot of the second chance points here. Both of these teams very average in terms of free throw shooting. Neither one ranks in the top 100 in college basketball. This to me projects as one that ultimately ends up being competitive, would lean to the LSU side on their home floor, but they've been a dead under team here. My son made the number 142. The sports line model has it at 143, I believe, 144. Uh, but still a comfortable number to go under here at 150. I'll take the under. Big Cheesy says, I got this last night. Line has already moved. Ryan Wood says the same. He says, love the value in M2's pick. Got it last night. Uh, love to hear that uh, from the sports line members. It's great to get it on this show as well. But again, you want to get there early, especially when Mike McClure is dishing out a pick. Mike, let me ask you something, kind of putting you on the spot here with respect to NFL futures. And if you don't have a take here and if there's no value, that's totally okay too. But there was a question in the chat about you know, whether there's any team that perhaps might have some value in the futures market, perhaps to win the Super Bowl. And I'm I'm looking at the odds right now, Mike. I mean, San Francisco predictably, uh, my preseason call, by the way, predictably plus 175. They're the favorite. Baltimore Ravens plus 290. Then you get into the Bills plus 500. The Chiefs, your Chiefs plus 700. Then the Lions. Now we're starting to get a little unrealistic. Plus 900. The Bucks plus 2,500. Packers plus 2,500. Texans plus 2,800. I'm curious. Is there a team here that you think has value in this market at this point in the playoffs? Um, I, I mean, I think that there is. The, the team that it would be, you, you guys won't like this answer. You'll think it's a homer answer. But to me, it's Kansas City. The reason mm -hmm. for that is because they're very likely to still be an underdog every game the rest of the way, uh, which is unheard of for, for Kansas City, right? So – uh, I actually did a, a segment, it's up on Twitter, Instagram, all that, talking about rollover parlays. There's a strong mm -hmm. value on a rollover parlay on Kansas City. Uh, so if you're getting them at plus 700, just quickly the math on that right now, they're a plus 120 underdog at the Bills right now. If they win that game and move on to face the Baltimore Ravens on the road, they will be around a plus 150 underdog there. If they're continuing to win that game, I think they'll still be about the same price point uh, against potentially and likely San Francisco. So say you had a plus 120 that we know is true right now, a plus 150 that we can definitely derive. Give them a plus 140 line in the Super Bowl against San Francisco. If you roll that over, the odds on that are plus 1220, uh, which mm -hmm. is significantly better than plus 700. So there are little opportunities out there. It's typically going to be on teams like that. You can calculate it. We have the parlay calculator up on Sportsline. Just take what 
the money line is, and you can start to see look ahead lines or what you think it would be. Uh, but you're generally going to be better off making a rollover parlay versus taking a future on that. Another thing to, again, we always talk about sports line, not just being a pick site like that parlay calculator. And it's so important because especially this time of year, when we look at futures, just like Mike said, I mean, this is a really important point that I think a lot of people ignore because it's just a lot easier to take the Chiefs plus 700. You click one button. You don't have to, like, you know, make three potential consecutive bets in three different weeks. But the reality is at plus 1200 versus plus 700, I mean, we can pretty much predict what these lines are going to be unless there's a heavy upset. And even if there is the, those odds in, in whatever that new matchup is, you're still probably getting better than plus 700 if you roll that over three times. So something to keep in mind for sure in the futures market. And again, you can use that parlay calculator to figure out whether or not the the parlayed odds over three games are going to be better than the future odds on the site right now or whatever site you're betting right now. So that's really, really good insight, Mike. Really appreciate that. And no surprise that you picked the Chiefs, but honestly, I thought it was the Chiefs too. And from a value standpoint, just looking at these odds, to me, it was the Kansas City Chiefs. By the way, Mikey B, you got a Super Bowl winner? I mean, I guess the 49ers just because they're the most complete team. If you take out all the plus odds and all that, you know, the parlay stuff that Mike was talking about, just looking at the best teams here, I think they're the most complete team, and I think they have the easiest path. I just think the NFC path is not as difficult as the AFC path is. So, yes, that's the heavy favorite. I'm not exactly going out on a limb here, but that's where I would lean. All right. Uh, Martin Green, I got to ask you. I mean, you know a little bit of football here. Is is there a Super Bowl team that you think – uh, might be there. Maybe maybe it's not the 49ers? Well, I said the Chiefs at the start of the season, and um, <laughs> I know they're not looking like a complete team like San Francisco, but with Mahomes in the mix, they've always got a chance in every game. So I would stick with them. All right. We're sticking with the Chiefs then. A couple of votes for the Chiefs, at least from a value standpoint. All right. Let's take a look at the recap screen and look at the picks we had today. Martin Green, the guru, Nottingham Forest, money line. Leipzig, Leverkusen, both teams to score and over two and a half. Mikey B's got the heat money line. Watch out for a trade from the Raptors today, potentially. Anthony Simons over 24 and a half points. I've got Kentucky first half minus three and a half. Uh, a lean to the first half under in that game as well, but my official play certainly is up on the board right here. LSU Ole Miss under 150 for Mike McClure. And then the site play from none other than prop stars, it's Brandon Ingram. Over 21 and a half points and rebounds. Ladies and gentlemen, a great show. Uh, thanks for everybody participating in the chat. Thanks, Katie Mox, for being in the chat. We always have a lot of sports line members active e in each and every chat. Uh, we missed Tim Doyle today, but we really made up for it with a lot of energy and a lot of picks. We try to bring that to you every single day. That'll include tomorrow, where, by the way, they're starting on the West Coast in California for golf. So we get an opportunity to share round matchups with you and first round leaders things of that nature we get to share that with you tomorrow at 10 a.m before that tournament even starts so stay tuned for that and plenty of more when it comes to the early edge thursday edition on behalf of the guru martin green on behalf of mikey b and mike mcclure my name is sia najad this is the early edge and we rest our case This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. <laughs> 
And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.